Let's stand together today. I want to introduce you to some of my favorite people in all the world, brother and sister Jerry Richardson, who for many, many years were missionaries in Madagascar, and they built a church. I told Brother uh, Richardson uh, yesterday when we were having dinner, I said, you know, since I've lost Brother Benny DeMerchant, I need a new missionary papa. So uh, I have adopted Brother Jerry Richardson to be my new missionary papa. And uh, he said he wasn't sure about missionary, but he'd be happy to serve in whatever capacity I need. He is a great guy. And Sister uh, Richardson, we love you so much, and we are so glad uh, that you are with us. One day, I hope that everyone in this church can go to Madagascar and experience their general conference. Because on this side of heaven, I've not experienced anything like it. And Brother uh, Tyler Ritchie may even have some pictures to put up. But thousands and thousands and thousands of people, as far as you can see, and uh, the result of Brother and Sister Richardson and their training and their teaching and their faith and all the years that they put into that country in Madagascar. I was sitting on the platform last year in August or September, and I turned to Brother Richardson and I said, Brother Richardson, you guys have done an incredible work in this country. I looked down, it was just an ocean of people. And I said, as far as you can see, there's people, and they're not just people there, they're trained, they are worshipers, they're givers, they pray in thousands of people through the Holy Ghost. And I said, the work that you and your wife has done will make a difference for years and years to come. And Brother Richardson said something that I'll never forget. He said, God will keep blessing it as long as he gets the credit, but as soon as we take the credit, it'll stop right now. I hope I never forget that. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got to always give God the glory. If you've had anything good happen in your life, you ought to thank the Lord. Every good gift cometh down from the Father of lights. Amen. We're delighted to have brother and sister Jerry Richardson with us in Palm Bay. Would you make them feel welcome right now? God bless you, Brother Richardson. Thank you, Pastor Meyer, and praise the Lord, everybody. Oh, praise the Lord, everybody. The Lord is good. No, I'm so glad today to be with you to feel the beautiful presence of the Lord. And I don't know why Sister Faulkner was talking. I got a missions call again. <laughs> Just something about looking at the needs of people and recognizing that we have the answer. Our Jesus is big enough for every situation. He is able to heal. He is able to deliver. And I am glad today that whatever situation is in your life, He's in the house right now, and he is able and ready to do what we have need of. Praise God. Oh, I feel him, don't you? Praise God. I think special congratulations are in order for this church. Last week you celebrated 50 years. That's a long time. Special congratulations to Bishop and Pastor the great work that they have done over the years, God has blessed that this is a result. And I am so glad to have the opportunity to be here today. We uh, especially have grown very close to the Pastor David Meyer family. These two boys are sitting here on the front seat. I wish you could see them in operation in Madagascar. 
laying hands on people to get the Holy Ghost and watching them speak in tongues. Seeing them with the burden as tears would flow down their face. And I've told Brother Meyer yesterday, I said, the young people and the children of Madagascar will never be the same again. For they watched in amazement as these white-faced Americans laid hands on them and watched them receive the Holy Ghost. Healings take place. They now know that they too can lay hands on people and that the change will come in their lives. Hallelujah. So we thank them very much. This church has always had the reputation of being a church that is concerned for people outside its doors. It's not just about what happens in here, but it's what God does out there through those that are in here. And I thank God for what he has done through you, not only for the different parts of, of this area of the country, but for Africa in particular, Madagascar in specifics, and uh, we just believe that the best is still yet to come. Praise God. Now, I am going to be through by 12 o'clock. So don't anybody leave. The problem is, you know, I went to Madagascar and I taught Bible school for how many years? And every class was one hour and five minutes. My brain is now calibrated to one hour and five minutes. So I've got to put one hour and five minutes into 19 minutes. In order to do that, you've got to be a fast talker. But I understand there's another meaning about fast talker. So I need to be a fast talker without being perceived as a fast talker. So there's quite a challenge on today, but I believe the Lord wants to speak to us. I want to hear from him, don't you? I want him to bless. I want him to move. And unless I not get another opportunity, let me say a special thanks to Brother and Sister David Meyer for their hospitality, friendship. What a great opportunity it is to be together. And Bishop... What a Sunday school class. I'm so glad I got to come in here. You folks are blessed. I tell you, you're blessed. The title of my message, keep standing for just a moment. The title of my message is, Ye Shall. Now when I mention the words, Ye Shall, as a sermon title, I wonder what happens in your mind. Where, where does it go? Does it go back to when God told Adam, ye shall not eat of it? Speaking of the fruit in the midst of the garden. Or maybe it goes to the, what the serpent told Eve. Ye shall not surely die. Ye shall be as gods. Or maybe your recollection is inclusive of some of the statements within the giving of the law where we find ye shall or in some places thou shalt. Maybe on the other hand, your memory comes down to the New Testament where Jesus told the woman at the well, 
ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship. There's a lot of ye shalls in the scripture. This morning I want to take you to Acts chapter 1, verse number 8, which many of you could quote. I'm sure these quizzers can. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem, in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Lord, we thank you for your word. Bless these lips of clay right now. All praise and glory will be yours. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And you may be seated. Ye shall receive power. Now, I went to the dictionary to try to find out what I meant when I said power. And it gave me several words to describe power. The word I probably liked the best was the first one. Power is authority. Ye shall receive authority. Oh, I like that. Authority over sin. Authority over the devil. Authority over sickness. Authority over pain. Hallelujah. Next word it used was control. Influence is another word. Now, if I were preaching an hour and five minutes, we'd take a little time on all of these. Supremacy, rule, command, clout. I like that one. Muscle. What amazed me is in none of the references or none of the places I looked did I ever see power referred to or uh, insinuating that it was speaking about thrill or emotion. We apostolics have a tendency sometimes to put power into the category of emotion. I feel the power. Now there's nothing wrong with that. I like feeling the power. But power wasn't given to you just to be able to feel. Power was never intended so that goosebumps would go up and down your arm and your back would get chills. It was given to you so that you might accomplish something for the kingdom of God and for the purpose that he has placed us upon the face of the earth. The power that he would give us would not only affect our Jerusalem, but it would also affect our Judeas and our Samarias and the uttermost part of the earth. Early on in my experience as a young missionary, I learned that your physical power is somewhat useless in the battles you fight. I remember well, we had a, a dear lady preacher in Madagascar, and during that time, we were facing quite a bit of persecution. Our headquarters church was a converted garage. It was a big garage, and fortunately it held a lot of people. But uh, the problem with it was our windows were about maybe six, maximum eight feet from the neighbor's windows. 
Now, you know, there we didn't have air conditioning and all that good stuff, so all the windows were open. And our people, we didn't need a sound booth because they just turned everything wide open and whatever it did, it did. So I felt sorry. I, in fact, I made up my mind. I never want to live next door to an apostolic church. Y'all make too much noise. You're coming and going at all hours. Miserable. And about the time they would sit down to dinner, somebody would be hollering, Hallelujah! Praise God! Hallelujah! They get to studying for an exam, and that's prayer meeting night. Like I said, it must have been miserable being a neighbor to Pentecostals. But uh, it got so bad that they began to throw stones on the roof of the church. Uh, you'd be preaching along or, or praying and singing, and all of a sudden a boulder would hit the roof. Boom! We had one preacher visiting from America. He was preaching along, and, and about that time a boulder hit the roof, and boom! And he jumped about this high off the floor, turned around, forgot everything he was preaching about. But I remember one night in particular, it was like a mini war going on. Boom, 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 did you hear me? Boom. Boom, 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 boom. Now, I'm real holy, you see me? I am so holy. But I got so mad. I don't think you're allowed to say you got mad. I was angry. No, I was mad. I made up my mind. I was going to come off the platform. I was going to go find whoever it was that was throwing the stones. I'm so glad you're so holy. You'd have never thought of that. I think this dear lady preacher perceived my spirit she kind of slid over beside me she said brother missionary we can't go out there that wouldn't be a good idea but just because we can't go out there does not mean there's nothing we can do and I watched her in a very quiet way she turned in the direction from where the stones were coming she lifted her hand and she said, Lord, you see what we're trying to do here today. The word of God is being taught. People are going to get the Holy Ghost here. Lives are going to be changed here. And the devil would like to stop it. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command these stones to be stopped. And just like that, it stopped. Ye shall receive 
power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Authority. Turn to your neighbor and say, he's talking about you. You shall receive power. You shall receive power. Oh, hallelujah. Went into a Walmart store. Somebody recognized, I guess I was a preacher. I don't know how they recognized it. But they recognized I was a preacher. They came up to me and they said, are you a preacher? And I said, yes. They didn't ask what kind. They said, would you remember me in prayer? I know what they were thinking. I would go back to my chamber of prayer and I would call their need. But they began to describe some physical problems and some problems in the family and pretty obviously they were messed up. I said, why don't we pray right now? Right in the, the, the walkway of Walmart laid hands on them and began to pray in the name of Jesus. Tears began to flow. The power of God began to move. Friend, I'm here to tell you the power and the glory of God is in you and you can use it. Ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Oh, I could go on talking about that for a long time. But he goes on and says, and ye shall be witnesses unto me. In, in neither of these is it an insinuation that it might possibly happen. He doesn't say maybe you will get power and it's possible you'll be a witness. Ye shall is positive all the way. When the Holy Ghost comes, ye shall receive power. Come on, it's time to get it out of the closet. It's time to get it out of the suitcase. It's time to begin to use it that the glory and the power of God may be demonstrated to our friends and our family. It may be demonstrated to those that we work with, to those that walk beside us, that those who see us, that they may know that the Jesus we serve is the God of power and the God of change, and he can do what is needed. Hallelujah. I believe today that Jesus can do anything. Did you hear me? I believe he can do anything. We had a demon-possessed man come into our service. I didn't see him before the altar call, but somehow he ended up on the back row of those who came to the altar. He uh, quite obviously, as they began to pray with him, it was obvious that he had demons. He began to twist and turn. We, we apostolics were kind of traditional in a lot of our ways. One man was on one side holding his arms up, another man on the other side holding his arms up, and they were praying with him and trying to help him repent and, and uh, trying to deal with the situation. But I watched as those demons began to twist his body. I saw his feet come off the floor while they are holding his arms this way. I saw those feet come out off the floor, twist up behind him until they were almost straight up in the air in that twisted position. Impossible except the demons within him 
made it a possibility. But I also know there is power in those who believe God. There is power in the name of Jesus. That Sunday morning, we begin to call a name that is above every name. We begin to call the name of Jesus. And while we're calling the name of Jesus, he was totally delivered. He received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That morning, they baptized him in the glorious name of Jesus Christ. Ye shall receive power, and your power will be a witness to those who need to know Jesus. I could stand here until the morning comes and tell you of miracle after miracle after miracle. I could tell you of so many blind people that have been healed. Oh, I'm so glad that this Jesus we serve is the healer. He is able. We had a little grandmother in our headquarters church, and I used to be fascinated every Sunday morning because there we, we have the people march for the offering. We figured out we'd get more money that way. <laughs> Might try that, see if it helps. <laughs> Everybody brings an offering. And uh, it's kind of a fascinating thing to watch the daughter lead her mother around to give in the offering. And she would lead her mother around, and when they reached the offering pan, she would hold her mother's hand over the offering plate and give the hand a tap. And, and mom knew to drop the offering into the plate. Worked real good. But, you know, that's different. And preachers like to watch what's different. So every Sunday, I'd watch Grandma come around and drop her offering. And then one Sunday, I didn't see her. The next Sunday, I didn't see her. Third Sunday, I didn't see her. Fourth Sunday, I was getting worried. You know, Grandma was getting old. I thought, maybe, maybe she's not around anymore. So I asked one of the assistants there. I said, you know the, the blind lady that always marches around and, and, and gives her offering? To, the one that the daughter leads. You, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah we know I said, I've been looking for her every week, and I don't, I don't see her. Is she still there? And they said, yes, she's here every week. I said, well, what's happened? He said, Brother Missionary, don't you remember? We were at the campground. They brought her up on the, the platform, and prayer was made, and she was completely healed. And now she doesn't have to have anybody lead her around anymore. She's right there praising God, the power and the glory of God. Oh, I'm here to tell you this morning, it doesn't matter how big your need is. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you can have it this morning. If your sins have not yet been forgiven, you can be baptized in the beautiful name of Jesus after you repent, and life will be forever changed for you. I'm here to tell you, he's in the house right now, and he is ready to do Whatever you have need of, ye shall. Point to your neighbor and say, ye shall. Ye shall receive power. Ye shall be a witness. May God bless you is my prayer. Let's stand together today. Hallelujah. How many believe ye shall receive power? 
I don't know what you had need of here today, but I want to tell you something. God is in this house to do a great and a marvelous work. Why don't we lift our hands and our voices right now? Would you do that? Lord, we thank you for this word of faith. We receive it into our hearts. We believe that anything is possible with you. Regardless of what the situation is, you have all power and all authority in the name of Jesus Christ. We receive it right now. Hallelujah. I want to invite you right now to come forward. Before you're dismissed, why don't you come forward? Whatever your need is, if you've never received the Holy Ghost, just step out of where you're standing right now. Come down and stand the front of this altar. If you need a healing in your body, ye shall receive power. If you need God to work a situation in your family, in your home, in your marriage, in your finances, ye shall receive power. Oh, hallelujah. Why don't you come right now? If you must go, God bless you. You're dismissed. But this altar is open this morning for you to receive the power that was just preached about. God bless you in Jesus' name.